0: Welcome to Cosplay and Cocktails. This is
1: Paige. And I am Jesse. as always. As always. I feel like you started the episode off aggressively. Hey, nerds. Hey, nerds. No, take your lunch money. No. Uh, mm-hmm. if you can't tell, this is another, you know, one of your favorites. It's a road, road trip, trip episode. Right. I actually, like I said, I was telling Paige before we started recording that I actually kind of liked listening to our um, Houston road trip our road trip episodes I kind of like the road noise it's like I think it'd be good if you like can't sleep not that like I'm saying our podcast put you to sleep We're but not like boring. you know if you're like the type of person that always falls asleep in the car and you can't sleep maybe listen to our road trip episode yeah um so the second time first time stay awake second time use it to sleep but listen to it you know 50-60 times that may be our ticket here's the thing like Really, it counts as a listen. It doesn't matter if they fall asleep. Yeah. Just saying. Maybe that's our. Just ASMR. That's uh, going to be. Yeah, that's going to be my new podcast. My new podcast. We're going to
0: tell you about. Here's the
1: thing a lot of times, though, ASMR doesn't make people go to sleep, it makes them. Uh Gives them the brain. Uh Well, they get the brain tingles. That's what the whole... Uh They get the tingles.
0: They get the tingles. That's what it
1: is. That's real. That's what ASMR stands for. Uh Audio, systematic, something, Mercator response, something like that. Um, Yeah,
0: so we are actually on our way home from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, We uh, got invited to cover... Um, Their con got press passes, which was super exciting for us. It was the Grand Rapids
1: Comic Con Summer Bash.
0: Yes. Um, And so, yeah, we just thought we would jump on and kind of cover what that was like, what our experience was at the Grand Rapids Comic Con, and um, all that jazz. But first, we've got some corners. Jesse, you want to do cocktail corner? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, once again, we are just having some water and sweet tea in the
1: car. Unsweet tea. I un- never drink sweet, un- sweet tea. Unsweet. My, my Who bad. Who do you think I am? You can't trust it. First of all, I don't, like, I'll drink, like, every once in a while, I'll be in the mood for a sweet tea, but I just want a tiny, tiny bit of sweet. Yeah. And there is no restaurant, fast food establishment, any place on this earth where you can order a sweet tea and get a sweet tea that's, like, actually tea and not uh syrup so cocktail corner um
0: yes like i said we're having uh tea tea and water um but so yesterday we took a little break from our full day at uh con and so we grabbed some lunch um at a little brewery downtown in grand rapids and then we went over across the street to a distillery and it was called long road, uh long road distillers and I had uh, what was called Mia's Ghost. And it was jalapeno and cilantro vodka, which I'd never heard of cilantro vodka. Well, I can't a distillery
1: believe... it. they're
0: yeah. um, or, Orange cordial, uh, pineapple sour, and a salt rim. So I was expecting it to be, like, pretty
1: margarita-y. I was expecting it to be spicier based yeah, on Yeah, the- and it was really good. It had... Just like this floral... Yeah, aromatic, or as you called it, aromatic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it like... Yeah. It's more it, herbal.
1: More like herbal, herbal, herbal than
0: herbal I was expecting, but it really all balanced really well and was good. Um, and then, Jesse had... what? Which was your... Pick your favorite out of this. Uh,
1: I don't know. It would be hard to say. I really liked them both. I think it would depend on the mood. There was whiskey, and there was peach tea, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was called The Rear Admiral, and it had wheat whiskey, orange liqueur... Peach tea, lemon, and orange bitters in it, and you really like that one too, didn't you? Yeah, I
1: really like orange bitters. I use orange bitters pretty much exclusively instead of Angostura bitters, and like, I just prefer them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really like yeah. uh, orange bitters. Uh, yeah. It was yeah, it was a good, pretty light. Uh, what does it say? What that rim was? Uh, no, it doesn't. I got yeah, no idea what. There was some chunky. It was like I think it was like pecans or something, yeah. or like. Crumble or like streusel,
0: yeah. Uh, but they had a really good uh, list. Uh, they had a lot of options, and it was a neat little. Yeah, you know, they made all their own
1: spirits, yeah. so distilled all their own spirits there. Um, it was, you know, pretty. We made some people's day uh, by showing up in cosplay. Cosplay. At the, it was a. It was a much smaller convention than what we're than what we're used to, or you know, in the pre-COVID times. Right. where, uh, You know that we. Uh, but, uh, still, so, so there wasn't, and again, we're still coming out of the pandemic. So there wasn't as much, you know, it wasn't like Dragon Con where every restaurant within a 15 minute walk radius right. of Dragon Con is going to have cosplayers right. Right, and some of them even further out. Um, so like you said, when we walked in to eat lunch, <laughs> The lady uh, behind the I guess the hostess was like, Oh my gosh She was like, I was really hoping we'd see. So she knew there was at least right, a file, yeah. like, so, but like, nobody else really did seem to. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jesse, nerd news. Uh yeah, we got some nerd news, so I gotta do the dee dee. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's hear it. The dee dee. All oh, your breaking nerd news. Dee 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 It's a good one. Chimpanzee that.
0: Um deet. So we actually, you know, this is probably a little dated news by the time this episode comes I out, but it's still about yeah, it's yeah. so relevant. Like, and you
1: know, not everybody Just kind gets of that what email. We think it means too.
0: So Wizard World um,
1: has been bought out by Fan Expo. Yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, they're they Wizard the, World is yeah, become a part of the Fan Expo family. I right, think is the. The you know official, official but yeah they got bought out by Fan <laughs> um so this year Chicago's Wizard world they, they went back to a Chicago show only for this year you know Wizard World started in Chicago was originally a Chicago show and then they branched out to some other you know Philadelphia New Orleans I think so they had shows around pretty much the whole country uh, this so Wizard World Chicago this year will be the last Wizard, Wizard World. world and then after that they'll be a uh, part of the Fan Expo family. So, uh, we're really interested. Paige and I were talking about what we think that means. Yeah, for if the it'll future. be any different really. Uh, yeah, like if so we've never planning, been to a Fan Expo yeah, event. Never got so to, before this merger, most of the Fan Expo shows were well, really all of the Fan Expo shows were too are too far for us. Right. Um, to go to, but now we will have some in the Midwest, so Wizard World, even Wizard World Chicago next year will not be Wizard World Chicago right, fan, like, again, this year's Wizard World is the last right. Wizard World, so, anyway uh, Wizard it's, World Yeah, uh, going to be a fan expo so we'll, you know, we're still planning on covering the um, St. Louis show when it comes, uh, but it'll be a fan expo this time, and not yeah. a Wizard World, so, so. Uh, if you have gone to a Wizard World, it's gonna be different. A changing, changing it up. up. Um, Jesse, do you have that corner that's not really new anymore? It's not a, really a corner. Is it a segment? It's a it's a jingle, and then we don't really know what to call it. All right. Well, how um, about you do it? It's just uh, curiosity okay. time. Sing <laughs> your song. So here's my question. Ready. This is something I think I may have asked you before. I don't know if it was on the podcast. And if I have, it's been a while. So this will update it. But I legitimately don't know if I've ever. I know I haven't asked it as I ask you a question. Okay. Segment. Of all the cosplays you've done. Uh-huh. Every single one. for It could be for a cosplay challenge. It could be for um, a. Regular con. Any cosplay that you've okay. done. Okay. Which character. So I guess it has to be character. It can't be the real person that we did. Which character do you feel like you identify with the most? Hmm. And it has to be one you've already done. It can't be one you're doing for Dragon Con. Not that. I mean, I guess it can be if you want to. But you're more secretive about your Dragon Con cosplay than I am. Mind usually like I said, usually that's how I come up with I ask you a question as I think of uh, I don't normally not usually I guess they all come from different places, but I did have one in mind when I
0: So I don't I don't know if I ever really think about it like that that much, like who I would like identify the most as, but I would say <laughs> I'd say Buffy Summers because I'm obviously a vampire slayer. No, like I think probably just growing up watching Buffy so much, that's who, like, I felt like I identified with. Not, like, because you watch, like, her teenage drama, like, when you're a teenager. So, probably Buffy. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go with Buffy. Oh, okay. What about you? I also
1: didn't, like, again, didn't give you much. Yeah, I was going to say. Time to. Well, this, again, kind of ties into the episode. I think it's one, it's one that I did for... Grand Rapids. Yeah. just Sophie Hatter from Howl's Moving Castle. Probably, I think, I guess, I wouldn't say necessarily identify with her the most, but I identify with, like, I, my, my positive attributes. <laughs> but, like, there are characters that I think embody some negative, like, parts of my personality. But, like, I think Sophie's a more positive one. Also, and again, it comes back, like, I was probably, ooh, 17 when howl's moving castle came out i could drive i know because i drove yeah so like we're influenced by these characters so yeah and just like seeing her like you know like first of all it was you know like at this point like the fact of like getting to see a ghibli film like in the theater because before then i you know watched ghibli movies but i wasn't old enough to drive so i always had to wait till like they came on hbo or whatever my cousins taped them yeah, and, like, she just, like, you know, a lot of... I guess, I don't know. I don't want it to be sad, but, like, it's also true. Like, she doesn't think much of her own looks. Like, she kind of thinks she's ugly and plain, and she identifies with an old person. So, I guess those are kind of negative. Like, I don't feel that way anymore, but, you know, I think every adolescent girl kind right. of, you know, I think she does have... I think she has kind of a... kind Again, I can't believe I'm saying this. Kind of Bella Swan syndrome, but in a more much more positive way, where... I think... I think... Sophie is Bella Swan done well. Or, like, what Bella Swan tried to be. Like, where the young female audience can... Put themselves in her place and relate to her. Like, I think she's made to be related to by young, insecure girls. Which most young... You know, like, a middle school girl or an early high school girl... You know, high school girl is probably going to be... You know... It's just... There's a lot of pressure... And a lot of, you know, other kids being hateful or other kids bullying because they're not happy with themselves. You know, so, like, that's why I guess I identified her with her a lot the first time I saw the movie. We also have the exact same taste in men. Right. Uh, So, jumping
0: into kind of details from our weekend, um, we... I had to miss Friday at the convention. We had yeah, we had tickets for bus, all weekend.
1: had to go back to work. Yep. Oh my God! Visit year often. Did you see that corn? No. It was a giant corn. it. It was a giant corn, and it said "Visit Year Often." It was for that Fair Roads thing.
0: Yeah. So Jesse had to go back to work. Back. So we left Friday afternoon um, and got down there so that we could be like ready to go Saturday morning. Yep. Um, we actually, when we originally got invited to this con, we said, we're just going to wear old cosplays. Uh-huh, we're just yeah. going
1: to wear old cosplays. And well, we, I actually, in We had def- time. We, we did have time. We mm-hmm. w- wasn't short notice like Palooza, but we also both, at the time we found out about it, I knew, like, well, that's, I literally will start work, like, two days before, right. or, like, and then our first day with students is Monday, so, like... That's kind of a lot. And, like, you know, we've got Dragon Con. So, like, we both still were, like, had a fair amount of work to do at that time on Dragon Con stuff. So, originally, yeah, we said, like, yeah, we're going to go. We can make it work. But... We're just going to wear old cosplays. Yeah. Um, you know, which isn't out of the question. Like, a lot of people
0: do wear their cosplays multiple times. Yeah, again,
1: that's completely normal. Right. Some of you are probably like, well, duh. Like, what do you mean wear old cosplays? <laughs> right. We don't. We're broken. We, yeah, it's, it's a problem. It's not good for your finances. It also helps that, like, we have, neither of us, like, if, if we ever did, like, if we, we ever did build armor... Like, if Mm -hmm. I ever spent, like, 600 hours building, like, Mando armor, Mm -hmm. I'd like to think I'd wear that more than once. Right, right. Not that we're not proud of our cosplays or, you know, happy with how they came out. Or not that we don't put a lot of work into them. Just, you know, there's... We always get excited about the next new project. And So, if I had something, like, I know there's a lot of people that do big cosplays like that. That keep building to them and adding them and changing them and tweaking them over time. So, if I had a big project... Like that, I think maybe I would be more right. inclined to... Um, but,
0: uh, in my defense, one of mine, I knew wasn't going to be a new cosplay because I was going to try to get done a cosplay that I actually started on for Dragon Which Con mine too, last uh, year. yeah. 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 Well, yeah. 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 Both of us. Um, and that actually snowballed into
1: Jessie pulling hers out, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just... Like Paige said, we had bought so we bought all the really all or most of the stuff for our cosplays for Dragon Con in like like 2020 Dragon Con. Yeah, for two for 2020 Dragon the what we were planning for 2020 Dragon Con and are now doing for 2021 Dragon Con this year's Dragon Con. We bought that stuff in like January, February, or February maybe February. early March. I know I bought. A lot of my stuff before C2E2. Oh, really? Uh-huh. The bulk of my stuff I bought yeah. before C... So, before the end of February 2020. So, yeah. we didn't know uh, that COVID was going to happen, right. obviously. So... Okay. Uh, and then, of course, most of those were going to try to wear to Dragon Con this year, but uh, we actually... You know, we... There's always something else. There was else. one we got to specifically match with my brother, it, that was like the idea behind it mm-hmm. and then my brother decided he wasn't doing it so then we and we kind of were like now eh, we're kind of wishy-washy on it anyway right uh for dragon con so that's what we ended up doing yep. for grand Rap- i think it worked really well i think it was a perfect costume for grand rapids yeah, i talk d- about why when you know yeah, what the costumes on. are yeah yeah so uh the first cosplay we wore on
0: saturday if you sell our pictures you know uh jesse did neo queen serenity uh from sailor moon and i did Black Lady, um, or Wicked Lady, depending on
1: yeah. Or there's a third, wretched or something. Remember, I oh, saw I remember a third. It, yeah, I heard a third. I think it's just based on the dubs. Um, we even there even people called you. Yeah, different versions. So. Um, but yeah. Uh, Jesse, you want to talk about your cosplay a little bit? Um, I wasn't. Even thinking about it, I was gonna rewear my Rococo on Saturday, even when I knew you were doing Black Lady. Uh, I was like, No, I'm gonna redo, like, I don't care. And then I don't know, just one night we were on the phone and I just snapped and (laughs) dug all my stuff out. I just, yeah, I just kind of was like, Well, actually, I could do this and this. Well, and I also had the idea that I thought I could do it with the part of the reason why I put it back on the shelf was because I was having a lot of trouble working with the fabric that I bought. Uh, I, every time I was sewing it, it didn't really matter what my thread tension was on my machine. It was fraying really badly or like I couldn't get it to hold or, um, it was holding, but it was so sheer that you could still see like my terrible messy, uh, seamstress skills. So, I just... Like, like nothing was working to make it. Like, I couldn't... And I watched YouTube videos. I, like, read tutorials about the fabric I bought. You know, I couldn't... So, I couldn't find... I really was having trouble working with it. And then I had the idea that I was like, I think I can use Heat and Bond and Elastic and a Hope and a Prayer. And that will... Then I won't have to sew... And I can use this as an excuse to not be frustrated. And, Mm -hmm. A, I don't love sewing anyway. And then also that will give me something to talk about on the podcast of, you know, how... How I glued my cosplay together. Basically, well, it's heat and bond, not glue. Which, I mean, heat and bond, I guess, is glue. If you're not familiar with heat and bond, uh, it is like a sticky strip of... Like basically, tape, but it's not sticky until you heat it. So, uh, you lay it down first on one side of the fabric and then um, iron it, and then you peel the paper, like the wax paper, off, mm-hmm. and then lay the other side of fabric on it and then iron it again, and it melts it basically together. Hmm. So, um, I used it before for attaching the, um, yellow ribbon to my Mm -hmm. pants for when I did indoor Leia. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, I've worked with it before. I think it worked actually pretty well, um, worked pretty much how I wanted it to, uh, holding those pieces together without showing my terrible, I couldn't get, I just couldn't get nice even seams. They looked really rough and bad. Um, and I didn't want them to look, and were really frayed. Um, so, uh, used heat and bond just to, uh, basically to, uh, do a bottom seam. And then uh, I've done, and there's a really good tutorial for this on YouTube. If I can find it, we'll post it with the episode. I think it was on YouTube, but anyway, uh, it's for basically you can make a dress out of a tube of any tube of fabric. If you've got enough belts, um, So I kind of used that idea, but just for a skirt. Um, I already had like a slip dress uh, either made or bought. I honestly don't remember. The seams look pretty nice though, so I'm guessing that I bought it pre-made or that it was some of that. If you're familiar with that pre-made fabric at Joanne, like where you can just do like a one seam dress, uh, it might be that. I honestly don't know. Uh, anyway, I used that as the base uh, and just tacked my um, uh, gold trim on with uh, glue. The beads and the um, the fabric trim. I used heat and bond again. Uh, that worked. The heat and bond on the fabric worked really, really well. Uh, and I would say the glue with the beads worked fairly well uh, too. It looked kind of a hot mess. It not on my body because the beads are just tacked so without the tension of my body they fall slack but nobody's gonna see it in you know folded in my suitcase. I bought a chiffon scarf for her back drapey things so that again I didn't have to try to sew chiffon because I was having really especially cheap chiffon. I don't know if like nice chiffon is easier to work with but cheap chiffon for me at least was very unpleasant to work with so (laughs) um uh, that I just, it was, I attached to my wings, um, and, uh, the wings I attached to the back of the dress with uh 10 pound Velcro, which I didn't even have to sew because it is 10 pounds sticky. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all. So I did pr- pretty much the entire thing. You definitely could do it the way that I did it without sewing, um. Uh, so if you want to do a dress like that, it, there are ways to do it without sewing, be, getting creative with heat and bun- Uh, I don't know that that's like an official. And again, would it be, would it look, it helps that she's a cartoon as well. So, you know, you can't see like her dress looks like it's literally all one piece. Like you can't see seams or right. anything like that. So you can get away with more, but like there definitely are options. We, the, at Comic Palooza. No, I guess it wasn't at Comic Palooza. It was on the Dragon Con official Facebook Mm. page. Like, there was someone talking about, like, okay... Like, they were discussing wearing pre-made costumes or, like, Halloween costumes to convention. And, you know, everyone was, like, pretty much, like, anything goes. Like, most people are not going to say anything, especially if you're not, like, walking around, like, Oh, I made this, you know, like, obvious, uh, you know, store-bought costume. But, uh, uh what happens if you want to cosplay and you cannot sew, or again you can't afford a sewing machine because even a basic you know halfway decent sewing machine is probably going to cost 80 bucks so there are ways you can do it if you hate sewing don't like sewing or again if you're like me and you have trouble finding patterns like I don't I don't really have any interest in learning to draw patterns unless I absolutely have to I'd really rather not. (laughs) So, and it's difficult to find patterns, especially for cosplay-specific stuff that will fit me. So, um, there are ways to do it. I was happy. I was very happy with it. And, uh, yeah, that's really all I have, I guess, to say about the craftsmanship of it or lack thereof. Yeah. How I made it. The crown, uh, I bought. Uh, I don't remember the seller's name, but I can get it to you if you want it. Um, uh, and then I actually, I left it in a plastic bag and it had some meltage, but luckily uh, I just doctored it, fixed it up, um, uh, reglued some pieces and, but that was not on her. That was on me, the person that made it. Uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Uh,
0: yeah. So for my black lady, I actually bought a, like, long mermaid gown, um, on Amazon back, you know, when Jesse was saying like pre-p- pre-pandemic pre days, um, and knew I was going to have to do some work to it, but thought, okay, I am not good at sewing. I don't think I can sew this dress and this is probably going to be my cheapest way to do this. So I bought the dress and basically, um, had to, I cut this, uh, there was already once, um, Slit. slit in it, yeah, it um but sli- it was in the wrong area so I sewed that one up and did two new slits so I did the blue under layer um sewed that attached that um added straps because hers had straps I sewed together some fabric to make her little wrap situation that she has going on um the biggest issue for me was the wig. I knew it was going to be because I am not used to styling wigs really. Um, and the, I could not find a black lady wig, um, that was in the price range I was wanting. And so I bought a, it was just called like pink anime wig on Amazon. It came, um, and I had a lot of work to do to it, but it all came together. Um, I'm sure I didn't do it the proper way. I, I mean, as a hairdresser I know how to tease bangs and get height and stuff. I don't but know
1: like as long as you're happy with it, I don't know that there is a quote unquote proper it's like again Well, I
0: think it could have been better, so that's what I'm saying. I
1: thought well, any any of our costumes yeah. could have been better though. Like yeah. again, as long as you're happy with it, like don't yeah. focus on the things, you know that are again, like, would mine I don't think mine would have been better if I didn't use heat and bond and I left in crappy shitty seams that well, were, were I,
0: I would really like
1: to, uh,
0: learn to style wigs better, uh, just be, for me. Um, but I was happy with how this turned out because I was very concerned about it. Um, and it turned out okay. It wore and didn't get torn out through the day. So that, you know, also a plus. Yeah.
1: And I also don't think it's just you, like those synthetic wigs are very difficult. Like you can't, you you know, like right. there's a lot you can't do to them that you right. can do to... Regular, right here. So, um,
0: but yeah, overall, uh, I did. I guess uh, she has an undershirt, or the you know another layer to her dress. Hers isn't necessarily undershirt, but I bought like a. Again,
1: uh, yeah, it's hard to tell because it's a cartoon. Right, so who the heck knows? Uh, I, It's supposed to be her skin. Who the hell knows? Well, it has, I know. I'm just. <laughs> um, There's weirder
0: shit in right. Sailor Moon. Um, but so the under part, I just bought like a red sheer crop top basically on amazon that was the right color and then attached a collar at the neck and at the uh wrists and then uh, sewed some jewels onto that um for that look those so? mm-hmm. the big ones not the little ones the little ones are glued but the big ones oh, so have like, like a loop on the back uh-huh, they oh, have loops at all, all i was four
1: like how, i was trying to i was like how yeah do? okay i was just that was, you can cut that out i was just curious myself um so yeah i was also really happy
0: with it um it all turned out really well Uh, we got a lot
1: of compliments yeah that's was that was what I was going to say this doesn't have anything to do with like construction I was glad I did it just because I literally don't know when else I would wear it um uh but and also like it's a character I would not want to do probably another couple years because she's so young (laughs) and I'm getting like the age is starting to not that you can't you know you cosplay whoever you want at whatever like I would never you know if I saw like a 75 year old person doing Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service, mm-hmm. I'd just be like, whatever. Like, I'm not... Right. I just personally, I don't know that I'd, like, I don't know I'd have the heart for it, like, to... Yeah. <laughs> I'm too grizzled. Uh, but we're, you, uh, you were gonna So that, that was part of it is that I just... I was like, now this is not all wasted. I've gotten right. at least one wear, and that's, again, usually all we get out of our cosplay. Right. Not that... We don't... We could wear them again. We just don't. Right? Uh, like, it's not like they're... just. Dis- some cases, they are destroyed, but... Or partially destroyed, but... Uh, there were just a lot of... Uh, I feel like it was a, a anime-heavy convention. Yeah. Like, most of the fans there, I feel like, were anime fans. Mm-hmm. Most, a, lot, most a lot of the, of the cosplays, cosplays we saw were yeah. anime. Then there was a fair share and of other stuff we don't in. do... Yeah, it wasn't all by any means. It just was... I feel like... Heavy. A, a less... Normally, I feel like it's maybe about a 50-50 mixture... And this time, I think it was more like seventy thirty. Yeah, uh, which is fine. Like nothing. Yep. And you know, there were panels for comics and everything. Like the the programming itself was. I'm just talking about what the fans right. seemed like. Just at. and there were uh, a lot of young people mm-hmm. that. Uh, like not kids kids I wouldn't say not little kids but probably middle school age that were like you know one girl came up and she was like oh my gosh I've never seen anyone cosplay as these characters before so to us and especially when you're doing research on it and you're seeing everyone else's version of it like to us we're like oh well duh like obviously people have cosplayed these but you know like to like for like a young person like that they're just popular like I again feeling like I didn't really do it's just a dress like to me that and like a wig that I bought I was lucky enough again Neo Queen Serenity's hair is pretty much just Sailor Moon's hair so I could just buy Sailor Moon wig I had to do very little I had to watch a tutorial to figure out how to put the wig together but that was literally like you know (laughs) that wasn't really that was just you know if you knew more about You know cosplay wigs or you know i've never bought a wig that came in multiple pieces before this one i've never had to put it together so anyway i was really happy that we wore them for grand rapids yeah because i don't know when else i would have
0: yeah it gave us an excuse to wear them yeah
1: um so
0: one of the things we wanted to do while we were at grand rapids um we reached out they had a uh spotlight cosplayer guest um Um so she goes as uh BB Alcade on uh cosplay on Instagram, her social medias. Um and we're hoping to have her on, on a future episode to chat with her a little bit more. We got to talk to her at her booth, uh, but we reached out to her and said, Hey, we're coming um as press to this. Um, you know, and this is what our podcast is about. Can we chat with you for a little bit? And she was like, Yes, absolutely. So we went and hung out with her for a little bit and then um uh, she actually had a panel that we went to uh, on our, our second day, um, which was the only cosplay panel I saw on the... Mm,
1: well, she had one on Friday. She did. She did. We just weren't so, there for that, yeah. yeah. We didn't look at this, you know, like, because, again, you, it's kind of like at Dragon Con, it's better not to look at things what, you've you know missed. for sure you're going to yeah. miss. Yeah. Um, so, I think it was the only... Her
0: cosplay panels were the only cosplay panels. I think
1: she was the only cosplay guest. Yes. So... Um,
0: uh, and her panel was... It was about uh, foam and working
1: with foam. And it was really good. Yeah. We... Like, there were legit good... Uh, tips. Tips. I... Yeah. Like, there's there's at least one thing that... Uh, I mean, I guess I'm giving her credit by... I was like... I don't know why I was being worried about it. Using magnets. Uh, rare Earth magnets to... Uh, connect pieces of your cosplay. Again, we do a lot of fabric-based costumes. We don't do a lot of armors or but, things like that. But you never like know. even small pieces, oh. like you talked about. Oh, you want to talk about that? I don't want to. Steer. I can't remember what I talked about. You, <laughs> you talked about it. Might may have been a way to secure your blasters for oh, Star Wars. Yes, because I had so much using with small them. magnets on each. So so you could take them out, but oh, they're not in there. Yeah, we had. I literally, I don't, I've never seen a cosplayer do that before. And I had never thought of, of it, it. before. Yep. Yeah, no, I've never. I don't think I've ever yep. seen anybody use a magnet. We were talking to her the first day, and she like took a piece of her chest armor off, uh-huh. and I was like, "What the heck is?" And then she snap, like it slapped it back on. I was like, "Is that yeah. magnetic?" <laughs> uh, so uh, that was really cool to hear more about that. How she uses the magnet, and the, the whole panel was informative since neither of us does any or much phone work at all. So.
0: Uh, one thing we will say uh, while we're still talking about just the con we in general. You um,
1: what? Well, I don't know why we're
0: saying it. Uh, we will say it. You <laughs> will say it and you'll like it. Uh, one thing we'll say about the con um, while we're just discussing it in general is uh, they had a very wide selection of vendors. Yeah. Um, and okay. we were really happily surprised by that with it being a little bit smaller scale con. Uh, you just don't know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, like we've mentioned before, you know, uh, Comic Palooza in Houston. Everything was, like, home. There was, like, no yeah. big sellers, uh, nerdy Walmart, as Jesse likes to call them. Yeah. Uh, it was all small businesses, and we love that. Um, this one had a mixture of a little bit. Of, they had... I would
1: say, but here's the thing, like, the, the even the people, like, were their booths selling t-shirts? Yes, but I didn't get the nerdy Walmart vibe. No, of, no, no. You know no. what I mean? Like... Like, they were legit nerds that, like, knew the fandoms. Right. And some of those, like, some of the, and it wasn't, a lot of it was not, like, t-shirts, like, random t-shirts you could get at Walmart or online. Like, some of them were, like, nerdy Michigan-specific. Yeah. Like, there was a t-shirt that had, like, a D20 with, like, the state of Michigan. So, like, you know, we're not local, so I don't really care about having a D20 with Michigan in it. But, you know, most of the people there were probably local. And, you know, that would be something that you could only get there or, you know, from that vendor. Yep. That's not going to be something you could walk into any, you know, that's, that's my problem with, when I say nerdy Walmart, I don't mean like a mom and pop shop that just happens to be selling t-shirts or happens to be selling like rare Funko Pops or rare comics. Right. I mean like literally people selling the exact same, like, you know, the exact same merchandise that you could get, like knockoff merchandise basically, which I feel like has gotten better. Yeah. Just in general, like. Yeah. Over the
0: years So But we don't know What yeah. to expect Because you right. do see A little bit of everything At different cons um,
1: But well, this we one we haven't been to You know yeah. This is only our second con In over a year yeah. And a half You know Since yeah. C2E2 You know Now since Comic Flusa But you, know, yeah. you just never know What to expect
0: Yeah you know? So But we were very uh, Surprised uh, Happily surprised mm-hmm. At the uh, Amount of vendors And we both got some
1: art mm-hmm. A lot of, of vendors We hadn't seen Yep before, uh, So, a lot of artists we hadn't seen before. Uh, which meant, of course, I bought more art that I don't really have places to put. But, uh, Here we will figure are. it out. You know, um, and they had a really cool... I didn't see anything for sale at this booth. But, it was like a Lego model of Grand Rapids. Oh, that was neat. Set up. And, it had a Lego roller coaster that moved. Which mm-hmm. was really... And, it moved like a roller coaster. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, that, again, wasn't a vendor. It was just like a neat little set up. Extra. And of course the 501st was there. I guess I shouldn't say of course, but the 501st was there. They had a booth and the Mandalorian Mercs and there was like a Star Trek tombing group there as well. Uh-huh. I don't recall their name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So all your uh, standard, you know, old standard. There was a Stormtrooper there. If anyone knows the Stormtrooper, I don't know if this is a canon character I'm just not familiar with or a, an OC, but... Uh, gold and purple. Looked real sharp. Liked it a lot. She just... Uh, she couldn't get over it. I really... It just like... It was a good color palette choice. It was really eye-catching on a Stormtrooper. That's why I don't like... I don't recall any. You know, but I've not seen every iteration of every. And it may be someone from the novels. Uh, anyway. Really like that golden purple Stormtrooper there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um. So... Speaking of costumes,
0: uh, the cosplay contest, um, was Saturday night and we wanted to make sure we stuck around for that. Um, our new friend, uh, (laughs) BB, uh, she actually was one of the, the judges for the cosplay Mm -hmm. contest. Um, do you remember how many entries there were?
1: I don't think they said, but you mean like total, like individual, all of them, I'd say probably about 30.
0: Yeah, um, and there were some really neat costumes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I
1: mean, like as as good, you know. Even though it was a smaller convention, the cosplay I would is ever, was every bit as good as any of the conventions mm-hmm. we've been to. Yep. Now, not again, not as much of it, but, right? Uh, every bit as good. Yeah. As. Yeah, so I'm not going
0: to go through and talk about who won uh, certain things, um, but we will say, uh, we'll post pictures, but we'll also say that Jesse and I always, uh, and we've mentioned this before on the podcast, as we're watching cosplay contests, we go, okay, like this is who our pick is for this, 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 and this, and this is why, and why do you think they judge this like that, and why, you know, and so we, we have a lot of opinions, um, and normally we don't agree with, but... yeah. Well we have said before, you know, we don't we don't know what's going on, you know, underneath and behind the curtains and stuff. Like we don't do the prejudging. We under, don't know.
1: Behind did you say under,
0: under the curtains? <laughs> under underneath or behind the curtains.
1: Underhind the curtains is what I heard. <laughs> when I was
0: like, Wait a minute, what? But um we actually really, uh, for the most part, agreed with uh, the decisions. Yeah, we tried to predict who we thought, and we were
1: pretty spot on.
0: Yep, yep. Um, so we were really, thats doesn't happen, like I said, doesn't happen very often, so we were excited yeah. uh, that we didn't that have we, to be cranky about it. And again,
1: it. yeah, like we said, it's it's difficult to know without, like, talking to the cosplayer or, like, looking at it up close how much of it they did themselves. We kind of just based it on, like, what it looked like from you know, mm-hmm. our seats. So, uh, you know, and also we talked about there's, so the one, the, the really the only rule they mentioned for this costume contest was that it had to be 95% made yourself. We don't know what that means, but we don't know again exactly what that means. So we could just, uh, uh we were really excited overall for, uh, yeah, th- th- so that's why I was saying like, it could be a gray area of like what counts as quote unquote making something. Like if you buy a, dress and alter it or if you buy a pair of pants and distress them Mm -hmm. and or take pockets off or add pockets Mm -hmm. or you know what counts as making and you know like you know uh, (laughs) or like if I buy leggings but I wear them as a shirt you know what I mean like as a top like does that count I like cut a hole out and I just (laughs) and these you know this would be stuff I guess that maybe that. The individual judge just kind of has to make up their mind right. for themselves if it's not explicit. But we were kind of curious. We always are. About that. Um, yeah. Uh, just like what 95% means. Made. Yeah. Well, not, not what 95% means, but you know how right. we would. And also is that by area or is that by number of items? Cause like. Oh boy. Well, I just, it's it, again, like, so we could say that I made 95, like by area, 95% of my Neo Queen Serenity because that skirt was fabric that I bought and heat and bonded together. And that was the majority of my costume was covered by that skirt. But like, I just don't know that that and like glue, you know, what, what constitutes philosophically? made can we really even make anything everything's made oh by my gosh. all the matter that exists in the universe was already created at the big bang as far as we know by sound
0: yeah so um then sunday uh last day at the conference we knew we weren't going to stay all day because we had to trek home no, that's today
1: I don't really. <laughs>
0: And I think we both kind of started out, once again, thinking we were going to wear old cosplays, especially with it being a shorter day. And then that quickly
1: changed also. Well, I think my main thing was I was trying to think of something that would be, like, quick and easy to do. Like, you know, that I already had that I wouldn't have to, like, dig out a piece from this tub, a piece from this tub, a piece from this tub. And I was like, ugh. Ugh. I just don't know like nothing was so I was like then I started thinking okay what's something quick and not too expensive that I could throw together quickly Mm -hmm. so originally I thought Kiki from Kiki's Delivery Service because it's and it's a black dress by the way a lot of people wear it as blue but I looked up I was doing some Japanese translation I was deep in the Ghibli fandom her dress is black anyway uh and by deep in the Ghibli fandom, I mean I watched the Japanese version <laughs> with American, with English subtitles. And there, in the original version, she calls it black. That's how I found that out. Anyway, amazing. Uh, I did have, some, have to have someone tell me that, though. I didn't know to go looking there. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I can buy a black t-shirt dress for like $12. I already have shoes that'll work. Bow big ribo, boom, I'll crochet a Gigi, which I did crochet a Gigi, he'll hopefully one day come out of hiding, uh, he needs his whiskers trimmed, uh, so that was my original thought, uh, so then I was like, um, I don't, like, I love Kiki's Delivery Service, Uh, all the Ghibli movies, um, so then I was like, is there any, like, pre-made costume that will fit me that looks halfway decent, like from an actual cosplay seller and not like a Halloween, right? So, I found a Sophie Hatter you guys already know this. why I picked because I mentioned it and I asked you a question um, I found a Sophie Hatter dress um, that would just barely fit me uh, again, it's really hard to find pre-made plus size cosplays it's almost impossible um, especially to get there in the amount of time that I had so I bought the dress I already owned the boots because I think I've mentioned this before but I have a boot problem uh so I already owned boots that were perfect I already owned black leggings white socks everything um dress came fit really didn't have to do anything to the dress other than there was randomly white like ribbon lacing in the back which looked fine and it was like decent quality like the stitching but just not in the movie. So there was no reason to have it. The, the only thing that I could guess that it was there is the size I ordered was really like two sizes with a slash. So it was kind of more of a miscellaneous mm-hmm. plus size. So maybe they put that there. So if you were smaller and had to order the bigger size to get it to fit, maybe to, but it, it's not, it, her dress is just plain in the back of the movie. So I cut it all off, uh, made a hat band, uh, uh, for a hat I already owned, because I also have a hat problem. Uh, really, the majority of the work that I did was I crocheted a calcifer, um, which crocheting I can do patterns for without, you know, I can modify an existing pattern pretty easily or come up with my own pattern pretty easy. So that, the, I couldn't find, the, the only, I couldn't find one specifically for a calcifer bag. I wanted like a little bag that I could carry, and, since I didn't have pockets. Um, There were a couple plushies. A lot of them cost like $15. I was like, I'm not really trying to pay $15 for this little accent. So I just made up my own. I used a drawstring bag that I've made before. Not the actual bag, just a pattern. And made it in orange and then added flames to the top. uh, Which that part I had to come up with. And then made his face freehand out of felt. But then also I made his mouth out of yarn because I didn't have red felt so Oops. that's literally the reason also the red yarn I had was like had little like metallic in it which I thought looked fi- like because his mouth you can see the fire like through the- which is him like I guess his body threw it so like I thought it added a little something and also I didn't have red felt it was a very last minute additional detail I just thought it'd be a little cute um uh, yeah it was cute it's pretty cute um
0: yeah and I, uh, actually, I think after we went to, uh, Comic Clues in Houston, got it in my head that I needed to try to put down, put together, like, a casual Loki. Um, and so, I decided I was going to, uh... It might have been around, but it, it was then. Uh, I decided I was going to do, uh, Loki, I wanted to do, uh, his, like, kind of his vibe from the last episode of the... His vibe.
1: Uh, um,
0: <laughs> Uh, the Loki series, Um, and so I bought some brown pants and a button-up shirt um, online, Uh, they came, I had to add belt loops to the pants, because they didn't have them, and I made a belt, Um, I made a belt out of fake pleather, um, and attached a TVA belt buckle to it, I um, made a sword sheath, I actually, I was pretty proud of that, it was very simple, but I was still excited that like, I used my brain enough to do it. Um, I took, I, uh, bought some really cheap brown pleather and, um, uh, took my Bucky back heart gun harness thing that he has. Um, because I was like, that looks kind of like the shape. I was just going to buy like a sword sheath for my back, but they were like Jesse said, like I wasn't, I wasn't looking to spend a ton of money. Um, and so I, the shape was similar on his and I already had it so I just kind of used that as a template and just kind of winged it with the straps sewed it together um and then just kind of looked at reference pictures from Loki to figure out where his sword hangs when it's back there and put loops
1: well it disappears right on the show well
0: in that last episode he's got it on his back the whole time so like I said my sword sheath was the thing I was the most proud of just because I was like look I didn't like jump to spending the money I made it myself look at me um my husband 3d printed some stuff for me and I painted that uh I broke my uh Loki my paper mache Loki horns that I made for Dragon Con I did I like, did. They were never.
1: Well, and again, you, you didn't need the. Like, yeah, I didn't need the horns. I wore
0: horns just because I I hid the very cheap wig that I cut off for it, uh, and I just thought it looked better with it. But uh, he doesn't wear horns in the show well, he in that part. Doesn't
1: wear the so big, so big, yeah,
0: your big boys. So uh, yeah, so I had my husband three three D printed um, horns and the TVA belt buckle, and then my sword. Um, a, that I then painted and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was simple, but once again, uh, I was excited to do okay, it. So and
1: that 3D printers really opened up a world of possibilities. It really has. Yeah. Just like there are way more free patterns out there than I have. Oh, yeah. Worst. Especially like how quick people come up with them and they don't want money for them. Like,
0: So, we were both really happy with our easy, throw-together cosplays for today, but we knew we were going to be at the con long, and, you know, at some point, you know, our time is worth something.
1: Right. Well, and also, like, we, again, we knew, like... We're still in Dragon Con (laughs) prep, Well, I am. Like, we knew it would have to be something somewhat comfortable to, like get there in, get, you know, we weren't just walking down. We had to stay at a hotel where we had to drive to the convention. There were no hotels walking distance from the convention. Right. Uh, so it had to be something that was at least okay to drive, you know, 10, 15 minutes in. Right. Um, which Neo Queen Serenity was difficult. Didn't think enough. I mean, it was fine. It ended up being fine, but, uh, was, uh, difficult to get in the car with wings, but, uh, yeah, so, Uh, Yeah but still And like I said Sophie is one Like I probably wouldn't Have done uh, For Dragon Con Or something like that You know Because I did do So little work I bought the dress And not that Again not that There's anything wrong With wearing A bought cosplay Like there are A lot of people Who you know Wear full commission stuff Or full stuff That their friend Made for them So that's not Like I said Not a judgment It's just the way That we like to do it now Again you know Like coming up with creative ways i liked making the hat band i like making calcifer Uh, other than that i pretty much just the most creative way was trying to make my boobs i really
0: enjoyed uh rubbing uh
1: uh rubbing Eyeshadow? eyeshadow
0: all over my shirt to make it look dirty i think
1: that would give me a i i'd be worried that i couldn't make it look like it would look too regular oh Normally I can't like make things match to save my life, but if I try to do that, I feel like it would uh. be like perfect, or just be like hand prints. <laughs> <laughs> Yours look good though. I wasn't. That wasn't a yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So uh, do you have any other p- bullet points on Grand Rapids?
1: I don't think so. It was a really fun uh, convention. Uh, in I guess from talking to BB, it was uh, one of the the. Only clothes in the per, area. Right. So, uh, you know, like, I, I just got the vibe, like, I I felt like it had a cool vibe because a lot of, I felt like there were a lot of young people there, again, not necessarily kids, but, like, high schoolers, college, like, my student age, and, uh, get, like, seeing them get excited about cosplay and, like, asking questions at the cosplay table yeah. And, like, participating in the cosplay contest. Or even just, like, I had two young girls come up to me today and be like, oh, I love your yeah, Sophie cosplay and, like, just, like like it was just like a good vibe of like young, like a different vibe from other cons we've been to, but like a good, like I said, like a lot of uh, young people and like a lot of them, I think it was maybe their first convention or like, you know, this is the only convention that's accessible to them because if you were young, like, you know, when I was in college, I did not have the money to drive five and a half hours to, you know, like we couldn't have done Grand Rapids realistically, in college or something when we were both broke as a joke or, you know, even just a few years ago when I am thing you know, like, so, uh, it's nice that it's there, you know, for it's, it was, I, I felt like it was a good vibe. Like everybody was excited to be there. And yeah. some of that may have been too, you know, one of the first cons back after, um, uh, um, shut down. Yeah. Shut down. So, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. So we had a good time. Um, yeah. So. Yeah,
1: it's just, yeah. It was a good, like, it was a, it was a quality, quality convention. Yeah. I thought. You could tell. And, like, again, we, like, the dude that put on the whole convention with his wife talked, uh, before after the costume contest. Was, like, while they were judging. Yeah. And, like, it's just, you know, like, cool to see that. Like, you could tell it was a convention that was put on, like, by fans. Right. Uh, which we've gone to some really small local ones. Uh that are like that too. And so this had that similar kind of like a small con positive vibe, like, Oh, this is so cool that this is happening in our area, but it was big enough that there was still a lot of traditional con stuff, like good quality, cool artists and vendors and, uh, you know, awesome guests. And like, I felt like it was a good mix of, of, uh, positive things of a teeny tiny con and positive things of a larger convention.
0: All rolled into one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Again, you not... Like, some of the things that you would expect at a huge, 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 like, was a world convention, they didn't have. But I don't... Like, I didn't think that was a bad thing. Right. That's, I guess, where I'm going with this.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, thank you guys for following along with this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it and you don't hate all of the car noises. Hopefully, you'll yeah. listen again and it'll lull you
1: to sleep. Yeah. Again, like I said, if you have a cup of coffee the first time you listen... I mean, I guess you've already done listen if you're at this part. Oh, uh, you can follow
0: along with us on social media. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Uh, we're also over on Twitter at Cosplay Pod. You can send us things there, or like just you know hang out, watch us do that kind of thing, or
1: that part sounds so pretty. hang out watch us you
0: can pop on over to the email and that's where jesse lives
1: um yeah i check the email occasionally <laughs> uh email it's where you can send things yeah um weird fish pics pretty pictures of the sky the, the sky looks really pretty right now it's, it's, like, like, it's beautiful 80s colored um uh, corrections. So if we said something uh, that wasn't correct, we screwed up. Uh, you can correct us, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pictures of you in cosplay or just cool cosplays that you think we should see. Uh, cosplay challenges for us. Uh, you know, depending on what this Delta variant looks like, we may have to go back to some cosplay challenges. Hopefully not. Uh, hopefully we can still go to these cons, but, you know, we may still, and we may just want to do one for a con. That's yeah. how we came up, came up with our idea for, for Star Palooza. Wars. So, yeah, for Comic Palooza. So, um, send yeah. Us send us those. ideas. Ideas, yeah. Cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes. Um, wait. Anyway. Hey, Jesse, where can they send that stuff Um, did I miss anything? I feel like I missed one. Maybe not. I, you guys know. You know. If you don't know, go listen to the end of some other episode. Or just send it. And if we don't like it, we'll just uh, send the, uh, um, an essay to your house. Yeah. Uh, I, we don't have the power to do that. I'll just won't reply to it if you send something mean. So. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. You guys know what any cool nerdy news, cosplay news, conventions we should go to. If there is a convention that's being held near you that's safe for us to go to we'll probably try to go yeah uh where can they send that stuff to uh our email address which is cosplay and at gmail.com mm,
0: that's gmail.com um
1: okay are
0: we done i think we're done uh, i think so too thank you for joining us on our road trip goodbye oh, well. bye